0: America, America, my name is Amy, I say, from Pond, I come to you live every Thursday, usually earlier than this, but, you know, I was on the road all day, and I'm back, and so I want to give the people a show, because you deserve a show, and if you kick in five, fifteen, or $50 a month, I want to give you what what you pay for, in a way, and today I'm going to tell you why I'm supporting Cornell West, probably in the general, I'll probably vote for um, Marian Williamson in the... In the primary but Cornell West in general and let me tell you why Dems don't change if you vote for them and we need the Dems to change if if black people are going to be made whole and people say like well you know Joe Biden's done pretty good on uh, his national labor relations board is isn't bad and no it's not awful but it's not particularly good Um, it's it's not it's simply not let's stop pretending that he's the 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 reincarnation of of jfk uh jfk of fdr with respect to this no i mean it's it's better than we're used to slightly but it's not like the labor relations boards throwing out um throwing out uh corporate shenanigans left and right and like declaring union victories left and right no it's just slightly better and has a little bit more latitude but if it were a well-ordered world, Walmart and Amazon and, you know, all these people would already be unionized by now. You could change the culture really fast if you have a really good labor relations board, if you're actually serious, if you're actually serious about prosecuting. Now, if you kind of mealy mouth and kind of half do it, you go at Joe Biden's speed. And I just don't think that um, I'm in the mood for half, half. You know, I only have so much life left and I'm tired of Democrats kind of half doing things. And then saying well we're better than republicans who don't do it at all and right now especially if you're black like that's pretty much palliative care half half done uh political policy is palliative care they'll they'll ease your pain while they're dying of a, per, of a perfectly preventable illness right like reparations we need to actually just get serious about federal reparations and make black people whole, or they'll just be a permanent underclass in the United States. And I'm just not okay with that. And the Democrats aren't serious about not making them a permanent underclass and not even talking about not making them a permanent underclass. And so, and since I don't want black people to be permanent underclass, I'm voting for the guy who's gonna actually push for policies who are going to not allow black people to be a permanent underclass in the United States. I mean for as long as the United States has been the United States. Black people have been a permanent underclass, and, and that's going to continue until, you know, my great-grandkids are dead unless something unless something changes. And so I'm voting for the guy who's actually serious about advocating for the quality of policies that will actually, like you know, dignify both black labor and black life and black work and black families um, by means of reparations. And the guy who actually understands that there's something a little bit weird that we're more comfortable giving Ukrainians guns and bullets to kill Russians than we are about like giving black people houses. <laughs> uh, the home ownership rate is something like 42%. It's actually gone down percentage point. And that's, that's just ridiculous. It's, it's just, it's a recipe for standing black degradation for as long as I can live. So I'm not, I'm not going to vote for that. And This whole game that the Dems play about we're better than Republicans. And insofar as it's not going to lead to serious black power, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Like look at a Dem state like California and a Republican state like Georgia. I'm in Georgia right now. Are black people doing better in Georgia or are they doing better in California? No, I grew up in California. I can't afford to move back now. Um, So it's not as if Dems are serious about empowering black people. California is hemorrhaging black people and you know where they're moving to georgia <laughs> kept schools right so um kemp is uh the governor of georgia so we're used to living under uh republican rule and while it is apparently worse than living under uh democratic rule functionally it's not that much worse and if we're actually serious about um If we're actually serious about Democrats changing, we need to act, we need to, we need to be okay with not voting for them. Because they're not going to change if you keep voting for them. You know, maybe you sit out, maybe you just vote for the Republicans, but they're not going to change if you keep voting for them. And we have to stop pretending that voting for the Republicans or Republicans winning is the worst thing ever for black people. No, no, it's not that much worse then Dems kind of being mealy-mouthed for another, like, 50 years. (laughs) Right? So, um... Yeah, so Cornell West trying to get us out of Ukraine is serious about reparation, then it's serious about workers. You know, a lot of these white leftists, they'll say, or progressives, they'll tell you, well, you know, uh, we need to look at issues that unify us, uh, that everyone everyone, uh, is important about, like, uh, feels... um, uh implicated in and then they'll start talking about climate change and then they'll start talking about you know the class class war well you know some black people want to own businesses so not all of us are workers right some some black people want to own businesses and we need black business owners doing well too as well as black business like black workers so this idea that all black people need to only consider themselves workers is a little bit dubious um we need black people at all levels of production and um, and I'm hugely pro labor, but I also think I also like black ownership, right? And there's this idea that, gosh, there's this idea that if we all just kind of think about class first politics, that the white people will actually allow black people to um, have secure industries and, and social and social and social political and they'll show power they'll show power right so the idea is that white people will give up in this class in this class imagination white people will give up the opportunity to marry into the capitalist class to have their kids get educated into the capitalist class they'll give up the opportunity of inheriting into the, the 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 capitalist class there's a big difference between someone in public housing black housing, public housing making you know twelve dollars an hour and would like that to go up to seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty five and someone who um is just waiting for me or papa to die or to marry is making twelve dollars an hour and would like kinda to to go up to seventeen dollars but mostly just wants to either marry well or uh or, or, or wait for some grandparent to die so that they can get like a house or something like that. And they happen to work $12 an hour until you know their, their parents gonna buy them a house or they're gonna inherit one of the properties or hope to get hooked up with a guy who's going to avail them with properties. Right, so black poverty and white poverty, not black working class existence and white working class existence are two different existences um, in terms of, uh, life opportunities, life opportunities. The, the black Mackenzie Scott, Mackenzie Scott's, uh, Jeff Bezos's ex-wife, who's worth a zillion dollars now that Bezos got rid of her. Um, there is no black, I was about to say the black Mackenzie Scott doesn't exist, right? And anybody who's aspiring to be the black Mackenzie Scott is, um, confused about how this works and going to end up dying alone possibly with the cats she's for the cats all right so i am not uh i am not one of these guys who thinks that you change democrats by voting for democrats that's not the only way you're going to change democrats and and it'd be one thing if democrats had a like a really robust internal process but they got a guy named kennedy in the race who can't even get a debate like, like they're, they're, they're killing the democratic process. So you should feel a little bit dirty voting for a party that's killing democratic the democratic process just because some play for uh, national health care, some bogus play. I think it's a, it's a fake play for national health care. And first of all, if you can fight for national health care, if you can have local Democrats fighting for national health care, you can have local Democrats fighting for national reparations. Not state reparations, not local reparations, national reparations. Um... Because, you know, when you add in the fugitive slave law and and, uh, the black codes and the FATA policy that was national, we have a national problem that needs a national solution. Um, So, um, yeah, I'm tired of the palliative care that black people offer. And I'm tired of pretending that black life in California, Democrat, rent state, is that much better than black life in Georgia. Or that even black life in Virginia, a democratic run state, is that much better than black life in Georgia. It's, it's just not. So we need to start playing harder ball with the Democrats and talk and actually be able to advocate our interests. At least... And not just be so casual about having to go on everybody else's... Everybody else's program. Right? Um, you know, you don't see the feminists saying well, you know, um, you don't see people talking to feminists and saying, well, you know, we would, uh, we would join your, ant- your, our, your pro-abortion cause um, if, if you only advocate for policies that also affect poor men. <laughs> but black people are supposed to shut up about reparations unless you could tie it to policies that also um, help out poor whites. No, that's a different problem. Poor well, whites got their own problem. and a lot of them are degenerates. So there's that, and you know this gets confusing. I'm going to get in trouble saying. By the way, if you appreciate me talking like this, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com. Kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month. Nobody else calls white poor whites degenerates like I do, especially on the left. But this gets us confused because you know then the non-poor whites look at their degenerate cousins and just assume all black people who are poor like their degenerate cousins are. Um. Uh, are degenerate when really they're just regular black people who who are for like who's who are systematically like uh, determined through bad luck like things just don't break things just don't break as well on a consistent basis so you can do a lot of things right and I just have so many black friends who, who have done a lot of things right and it's just like, you know, a few they, things just don't break as well. And in America, those breaks matter. That structural support matters. And everybody, and nobody has extra to kind of fill in the gaps. And, and this is all the result of government policy. So the government just needs to be made to pay for it. And Cornell West is the only one who's willing to bring it up. And the Democrats aren't even willing to have the debate or any debate. So they just, they don't, you don't, you don't fix that. Those self-satisfied Dems by voting for them and they will always be willing to trot out well the republicans are worse and this is marginally better yeah you know palliative care palliative care is the care you give to people who are on their way out about to die to ease the pain but not exactly prevent the illness for example if you have a a treatable cancer and someone gives you morphine and you're like well i just want you to treat my treatable cancer (laughs) i don't i don't want morphine but the democrats are offering morphine when really you, you you actually just want someone to treat Treat your treatable illness. Like black people have a treatable problem with an etiology that's very clear, and its origin is in the government, and um, and the origin of the fix needs to be at the federal level. It's not, it's not particularly complicated. By the way, if you want a book on this, um, um you know, Margaret Kimberly's book is pretty good. Judicial, but also Mose Baradwan's *The Color of Money*. That's a it's a fantastic, fantastic book. Look, the black institutions—they're not just black finances; black institutions, families to uh, um, families, churches—the whole thing—it's just it's just written through, wrote, uh, written through with white comfort. Like, it's not—they are—they are not autonomous inst- institutions; they exist for at the graces at the pleasure of the area whites who really fund them who are, or allow them to be funded and that is not a, a recipe for autonomy no diffuse resources that will only come through operations is a recipe for autonomy and like i said if the democrats were actually willing to entertain this debate or people who are willing to have this debate we could have a different conversation and maybe i vote for a democrat in the general but the Democrats are an undemocratic party, and black people need uh, to educate America. <laughs> we need to be in a, in a position to educate America, and that's not going to happen with a party that's, that doesn't even believe in primaries. Right? And it's gross what, that we're giving so many weapons to Ukraine. Like, Russia's not going to allow an American proxy state on their border, and I don't, kind of bl- I don't blame them. So we're pretty much licensing the murder of Russians who are defending... You know what they consider their national sovereignty, Um, and we're not admitting that that's what's going to go on, and it's going to go on forever. Meanwhile, this guy Zelensky comes and just—why don't we just give him a a big old um, printing press for U.S. cash? And (laughs) I would say we'd give him a gun factory, but it can't be in Ukraine because Russians will just bomb it. They don't have any productive—they don't have an economy. There is no Ukraine economy because it's a war zone. Anytime they try to build anything, Russians will bomb it. So we just need to admit that Ukraine's going to end up and should end up possibly like Belarus and that's just how it's going to be. Russia's a real power. We have to recognize them as such and that is what it is. And... Let's stop pretending that it's about Ukraine self-determination. There's no Ukraine self-determination. There's barely Ukraine. They've now consolidated the media. They've took away all the private media. So now there's just state media. Um, Zelensky has suspended elections. Let's stop pretending that we're fighting for a democracy in Ukraine. That's untenable. Part of what it is to be a sovereign nation is to be able to defend your borders. You can't, Ukraine can't do that. So they're not a sovereign nation. We need to just admit that. It would be the equivalent of Russia, you know, giving guns to Puerto Rican separatists, right? (laughs) That's just, it's, it's ridiculous and absurd and we need to admit that we don't get to unilaterally decide the shape of the world. And if Russia doesn't want an American proxy state, because that's what the Ukraine would be at the end of this war, it would function be an American proxy state on their border, and they can convince their people that this is a bad thing for Russia, then that's, um, then that's a forever war that we're just funding because we like the idea of Ukrainians killing Russians. Even if that just like ratchets up to death. So, the, there's one candidate who's seriously anti war. There's one candidate who's seriously like for justice, racial justice. And there's one candidate who's seriously for, you know, working people to get their fair share in America. And that's Cornell West. So, I support Cornell West. Maybe if you're on a debate stage, um, maybe if the, there was an open primary, maybe if there was a more robust dialogue, then I would, it would be shown that this is a bad move. But I think this is a, it's a fine move, so I'll probably vote for Marianne Williamson in the primary and out West in the general, and I'll be happy with it. And if you say, well, you're just enabling Trump, I say, well, so what? Trump wasn't the worst. Let's stop pretending Trump was the worst. He was marginally worse than Joe Biden, and better insofar as it made the Democrats actually kind of stand up and have to stand for something. And, you know, in terms of American first identity, I, I don't really have a, I think the United States should take care of us interests first explicitly and that's so and i and i think think donald trump probably has a better chance of of ending the war in ukraine because biden has just shown he'll give Zelensky whatever he wants and i don't i'm not very comfortable with that because like i said black people can't even get houses um home ownership (laughs) and not black people american descendants of slaves i think american descendants of slaves and since you know that's only half me I, even if I get lost, if I get, if the reparations do not even include me, I would be fine with it if they include all the black people I know, all the American descendants of slaves I know in Georgia. I would be fine with it. Like, I have advantages because my dad, you know, didn't come from that kind of terror. And I see the degradation that is heaped on black America, you know, when I look at my mom's side of the family. So... um I would be fine, even if it just excluded the Africans like myself. Um, But it is the issue, and it's not going to get any better. I don't want to live in a world where, uh, you know, my grandkids can't have, like, black friends who are, like, doing well um, because they're black. Like, (laughs) not in spite of being black, but I, I want black people to be doing well because they're black, and they deserve to be doing well in the United States with strong families and all of that and and the degradation both cultural and material that's been heaped onto black communities is astounding and you know explanatory because either that or you just have the story in your head that black people are genetically deficient and I don't think that's true so it seems pretty clear when you look at the history that the United States did things to and allowed um, non-political institutions to do things to black people because they were black and that explains the situation of black America right now and that's not going to be helped with you know, class-based policies on the, the popular left or kind of mealy policies in the Biden Bidenomics. It's not going to be helped by that. No, it's like black people are downwardly mobile and that's just not appropriate, not fair and um, unjust and and that's uh, that's my that's my and the, the situation does not get fixed by voting for Democrats if, unless you want to turn like if Black people in California were thriving that would be one thing but like that's a Democratic state all the way up and down and Black people are not thriving in California so. Uh, Vote for Cornel West, because if you can't actually push the policies you need, you need to actually vote, for, uh, you need to support people who are actually going to articulate the policies you need, or at least support the conditions that allow for the articulation of the policies you need, which company Democrats don't even do. You're not even allowed, like they, they squash debates. So if you appreciate what I'm doing, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com, kick in five, fifteen, or $50 a month, and I'll keep doing it. I'm going to do a different show on relationships on Monday. And I will talk to you then.